Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. Coaches, the Jamoti Podcast is powered by Bology. Manage and measure your players' skill development and increase accountability year-round utilizing the Bology app. Boost inter-squad competition with drills backed by the National High School Basketball Coaches Association, including a 40-shot Bology skills assessment. Please visit Bology.com teams for information on how you can provide this resource for your team. Yeah, but you've done a great job there. That's awesome. Oh, it's, yeah, 11 years here. I do love, I love the school, I love the mission of it, and I, I, I have no plans to go anywhere else, but also kind of open to wherever God wants me to be. And I've, I've felt like this is the place for, you know, at least this time my, my son's a junior here. And so getting to, he plays basketball. Cool. So getting to be a part of his process and things, it, that's been a lot of fun. So I coached my daughter last year. So she played for me for three years. Okay. I love to hear, if you don't mind, uh, just some tips, some things that you felt like you did well with having that relationship and that interesting dynamic. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's uh, it's hard, <laughs> no doubt, right? And th- the other piece was that I was coming in. She was at another school. She was at Oklahoma State. So when I was coming in, she transferred to come with me, and I mm-hmm. took over a locker room that was toxic. That was needed. I mean, there was a reason the job was open in August, right? So that's late. That's late. Yeah. So yeah. it was really the first year was really, really, really hard, but it was super awesome in hindsight it was difficult at the when you were in the moment but in hindsight it was awesome to see her grow Mm -hmm. and have to really become um just just tough I mean she had to become tough in every sense of the word like and she had to know how to manage her teammates and yet be loyal to me but yeah try to win her teammates over they have to feel like she's one of them Yes. But then the relationship with you can't be broken and they know that. So that right. is, that's a tough line. Yes. Yes. But we made it through that year. It was really great to see her. And she, she really struggled on the court. I put her in some uncomfortable positions um, because of just my, who my team was. I didn't trust hardly any of them. I didn't know any of them. I only knew her. So, <laughs> I mean, I put the ball in her hands a lot, just as our point guard, not to score it, but as our point guard, and she's not a point guard, but I was oh, like, wow. but you're smart. Like I know, you know, you know what I want and you're the one I trust. And so it was really difficult, but her, the next two years. So I say the blessing of COVID for our family is that she got a fifth year with me and her fifth year was by far her best year. And uh, she ended up making um, honorable mention, big all big 12, which nice. I was so proud of and then she also was the big 12 scholar athlete of the year for women's basketball and that my heart was exploding um because that's voted on by the other coaches in the league hmm. and so for them to respect her and what she was doing in that manner I thought was huge and she was the complete package which um is what we're trying to do at the lady raider basketball you know I want every one of our kids to be the complete package on the court off the court in the community and she was definitely representing that but Back to your question, I have so many examples. Um, I was definitely harder on her than others, Mm. had many conversations with her in private about that and about just this is 
this is the role that we're playing and this is what I need you to do. But the thing that you can always know and rely on is that I love you unconditionally. And so no matter what the situation is on the court at that moment, you can never take that personally because you, you know, have the advantage of knowing that when we walk off that court, I'm going to put my arms around, I'm going to love you. Like, no, you know, and you, and you do that for your other kids too, but they don't necessarily believe you. Right. <laughs> they don't, they're like, whatever girl, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, so that piece of it was really hard. Um, what I was so proud of her about is she really did handle a lot of things in the locker room that I never knew about until mm -hmm. after she graduated. And I just thought that really spoke to her commitment of trying to uphold the standards that we had and how we wanted the locker room to look. But she was a really good teammate and trustworthy. And they knew that like they and not that they were trying to do anything, you know, maliciously or, or against sure. me or anything like that. But they, you know, everybody's going to have a bad day and they're going to mm -hmm. and it's going to be someone's fault. And it's usually the head coaches. And so she did a really good job of handling it. And they knew it wasn't going to go directly to me. They knew she wasn't the mole, if you will. That, that's good. Yeah. 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 So um, but yeah, just some really great moments. And I will tell you this too. I really struggled my second year of playing her in front of some people. Um, and to, but she certainly deserved it. Um, she, I mean, she by far was, was our brains out there and she, we were just better when she was on the court, but I was, I was managing some jealousies and, you know, different things like that. And my athletic director actually, after one game, he just loved her. And he goes, would you just start your daughter? He was like, nobody's judging you like start your daughter. Yeah. And I don't know for whatever reason it just gave me permission kind of, you know, I just kind of needed that to make sure that I was reading the room, right. And that everybody wasn't going to be like, Oh, she's just playing her daughter, da, 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 whatever. And the other piece of it. And I don't know if, I mean, is that, you know, I played at tech and we won a national championship and my jersey's in the rafters. So no that pressure, no pressure well, to your daughter. <laughs> and I don't think I really realized it that much yeah. until, you know, people were saying, I, I, although I did know, like, cause even when I was coaching here, when she was little, even when she was like four, we'd walk up to somebody and they'd go, Oh, are you going to be as good as your mom at four? And she's like, what? But she yeah. remembered that. Yeah. So that was a lot of stuff. So, um, one of the things that people thought would be really cool when we got here is if I let her wear my jersey. And I immediately said to them, I was like, absolutely not. And I said, she's going to blaze her own path here. Yeah. Like, and good Lord, imagine the pressure, you know, of that. And I was like, yeah. And, and you're doing your best to manage. You can't control, like you said, you can't control everything your players think. Unfortunately, we can't do that. But you got to do your best to manage their perceptions and what they see. I would imagine having her wear your number would have really made your life hard. Yes. Yes. I mean, I get the, I get the whole promotional thing of it and maybe the marketing piece of it. But at the same time, I was like, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like no way. So, and she did like, she, she made her own path, you know, left her own legacy because I was absolutely not the women's basketball scholar athlete of the year. <laughs> so she exceeded your expectations or what you did in some yeah, ways. Yeah. That's sure. awesome.
Thank you. Thank you for sharing that so much, because I think for any coaches that do have their own kids in the program, it is it's a different dynamic. Yeah. And if you don't have if you don't have them in there, then it's just really hard to understand. Let me ask you this. You, You mentioned that when you leave the court, you put your arm around your lover and she knew that. How often did basketball make its way home or were you guys able to just leave it there and we don't talk yeah. about it back at no, home. No, it's it's hard. It is definitely hard. I I definitely um you know the best thing that one of the good things about college is that she doesn't live with me. True. Yep. So she's going to her own place. But um but what was hard was after a game and especially a tough game if it and if she had a tough game is that she needed some consoling. And I I wasn't in a place to even do that because I was mad. <laughs> about the game, you know, and not necessarily mad at her, but just mad sure. at him, mad at the game. Did I not have to do? So my husband played a really big role in, he was the parent that was always waiting for her after the game. Um, you know, she would, they would usually wait on me too. And we would walk back over here to my offices. And um, sometimes we would do that and, you know, and, and if, and have a little bit of a conversation, but I would try really hard to like, if I needed to talk to her about basketball, I called her in my office the next day or whatever. And it was coach player. Like, I need you to come up here. We need to watch film. And I need to da 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 like, and then there would be times um, during the week or whenever that if I needed some mom daughter, I would be like, Hey, do you want to go to dinner tonight? Or can you go out to dinner with dad and I, and then just try to be mom. Yeah. Um, we would go shopping some or, you know, every once in a while I'd have an off day and I'd try to do something with her if she had the time. But so I was a little bit fortunate, but my dad coached me in high school. And again, my mom played an instrumental role because, you know, we would have a tough day and it we practiced before school. So I would be, my mom was a teacher and I would be going to class and I would have just gotten my tail worn out for him, you know, the whole time. And he was way scarier than I am, I think. <laughs> and I would go by my mom's classroom and, and be like, you know, mom's so, dad's so mean or whatever. And she would go, do you want to go shopping after practice, after school? Awesome. Like, yes. So, you know, you just have to have a balance. And I think what helped me too, was the two years she played at Oklahoma state. She did not have a good experience there. And mm. I got to go up there and be her mom. Like, and I went up there a lot to some games and then I would stay with her afterwards and I would let her vent to me as her mom. But then I would always end it by saying, okay, I hear you. I hear all these things, blah, 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 whatever, you know, consoler. And then I would say, now I need to put my coaching hat on so that you can maybe see where he's coming from. Yeah. Because I need to redirect your attitude. Because your attitude's not good and we need to like redirect it so that you can be in a better space because you can't stay right here. And that was really good for me um, to have a little bit more empathy for my kids, my players nice. Yeah. as a coach to go, mm, you know, they do carry it with them more than you think. And they, and they do see things differently. Cause I'll tell you as a mom, there were times I wasn't agreeing with the coach. <laughs> You know, but I had to, I had to think about like, okay, what's he seeing? And I had to ask some really hard questions to Bryn and say, are you doing this in practice? Are yeah. you da, 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 Are you doing this? Are you putting an extra time? You know, and those were hard conversations because the answer wasn't always, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. It was, well, no. And I'm like, then you need to be, you know? So she didn't like it when I took his side sometimes. And I was like, but that's part of it. Like that's, 
but you're qualified and she knows that you're qualified yeah. to to do what you're doing and i think the danger is sometimes when parents that for whatever reason they're, they're not, not qualified. as qualified you know they don't have the experience that and and sometimes just because you played in high school or you maybe even played a little bit after that doesn't necessarily mean that you know and i think the idea the, i love those questions of like if you and i aren't in practice are, what is what's happening in practice like we can't make those judgments just on what we right. see in those 40 minutes or 32 right. for us and and I, I appreciate the fact that you said that players we it's nice to know that they they do handle it they care and like they don't necessarily handle it always the way we want or as right. hard as us but I think the idea sometimes is you hear coaches say they just don't care as much as we do well first of all it's not their job like, you know, they, right. it's their game. So they need right. to care an appropriate amount for that coaching Landon. What really helped me was every parent meeting every year. I say the most important thing parents you need to tell your kids after games is I loved watching you play. Don't forget that. And then all of a sudden he's playing select ball at a higher level. I'm sitting there watching the game asking some of those same questions that you were thinking the same things. And then when he came off, I had a decision to make. Do I pounce on him with all the 18 things that I saw? Or do I say, I loved watching you play? Yeah. Or sometimes just stay quiet until I figure maybe does he want to hear from me now? Yes. That was a huge challenge. And it ultimately, I think, will help me to empathize with my parents uh, yes. as much as players. Yes. Even the um, for college, the drop off from when you bring your kid and drop them off and leave, you know, like. Um, that piece of it was empowering for me, or I don't know if empowering is the right word, but I, I always for years was like, it's okay. Like they're yeah. going to college. This is great. Like I don't understand. Yeah. Cut the cord. Then, let's go. <laughs> and then when I dropped Bryn off, I did not get out of the parking lot and my eyes, I was like, this is real. <laughs> this is real. you feel like you need to apologize to so many parents that you look down on for how long they held that last embrace absolutely. like absolutely <laughs> absolutely I was like okay I have a whole nother respect for you guys yeah. like, I get yeah. it I get it so and and even yeah I mean it's it's just it's hard I mean it's hard to balance it all but but I will say this like I learned it too and I mean I, I and I love watching you play is so great and and I think that's even the case as a coach, like, you know, you love watching them play and, and you trust them and, um, you know, it's hard. It's, it's definitely hard, but don't, don't minimize it and don't ever, I, I just appreciate my AD so much for saying, yeah, like, this is special for you. Like, yeah embrace that and and man the freedom the freedom that he gave you right there yes. i mean i think we all need to really uh show gratitude uh especially when we have those the people in charge those ad's that really get it and that yes. that that empower us to make those decisions boldly i think that's huge yeah absolutely hey and one more little connection i have is um chris Robert at midland christian is my cousin-in-law no way mm -hmm. Yeah, he's married to one of my sweetest cousins. Like she's like my little sister. Her and her sister are like my little sisters. She's great. I love his whole family. He is, in my opinion, he's one of the best coaches in Texas. Uh, yeah. I, I really feel like that. I've and that. he, you know, they when before he he was on the girls' side at Midland Christian, and so as, as a boys' coach, we they were in our district. 
we we kind of had our way with the boys teams for a couple of years. The girls were really good. He moved over. And I remember thinking, I didn't know him, but I remember thinking, oh man, like, I wonder what that's going to do. Yeah. They've been kicking our tail uh, ever since, but we, we have this fun little group with him and two or three other coaches. We, I can't believe I'm going to say this. We call ourselves the, the brothers of the sword and the bots. I can't, I'm going to edit that out because they will kill me. But we have on Marco Polo, we 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 just talk with each other like every day as a group. Oh, I and, he's, love it. and he's a part of that. And uh, I don't know, Coach, maybe I'll leave that in. But, oh, so can I can I call him? Can I say that? Go, hey, man. <laughs> say, hey, how are the bots doing? That's okay, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it because he, he's so great. He comes to our practices sometimes. And, um, you know, he and, and then my other cousin-in-law who's married to his, is um is a Kyle Igo who coaches the boys at Sundown High School. And so they're really tight and uh, I just love them. And they're so gracious to me. And they, you know, they come to my practices and they want to learn. And I'm like, okay, you guys are guys and you're coached boys. And I'm like, what can I teach you? But they're so sweet. Like they're, they're so great. So. Well, to your point right there though, it, it doesn't even matter if it's the same sport. I think great coaching transcends. Uh, it's not yeah. about what boys or girls. It's not even about what sport. So I get yeah. the fact that or the why behind them coming to watch you. But th- this, I will leave that in there because I pledged myself to be authentic and real with this thing. I said it. It's out it. there. So yes, it's okay, <laughs> <laughs> Coach. It's actually very cool, and it and it talks a lot about the coaching community and how you guys. It's a brotherhood. It's a sisterhood. It's yeah. A, I think you, you know, need a group of people that you yeah. can bounce things off of. Like sometimes, I, I mean, those guys know that three or four years here, I was having a hard time yeah. and, and, and we all do, but then to be able to voice that to them, to hear them now at different times, like, and to have that understanding appreciation for each other. And it doesn't matter what level you coach at. If you care about your right. players, you care about your program, you're going to, and you're invested you're yes. going to get hurt sometimes. Yes. And, and, and it's nice to be able to share that. Yeah. We, I, I am and with a group nation of coaches. Have you heard of that? No. Okay. I need to get you involved in that. Um, I would so love that. Coaches is um, there's a men's group and there's a women's group and literally men's and women's. It doesn't really matter. Uh, I guess it's basketball. I mean, it's basketball, but, um, but I'm all only women are on our, our little group. Um, well, that's not true. We had a, a man's co- a, a man who was coaching women's join us one time, and maybe he was like, eh, "I'm out too much." <laughs> too much <laughs> but um, uh. but it's very um, Christ centered, and um, they they try to reach out to um, you know Christian coaches and just try to give them a support level. And uh, we we talk every Wednesday morning, and it's head coaches of so there's an assistant coaches group and there's a head coaches group, but all different levels all across the country. There's only five or six of us on there right now. The men's group is way bigger. It's really big, but um, that very same thing, we just share each other's, you know, trials and tribulations that we're going through. And then we, um, you know, personal things. Um, I know one of the moms, uh, one of the coaches that I actually coached against in the, when I was at UTA, her son is going through some horrific medical Mm -hmm. Um, surgeries right now and you know just being there for them while she's still trying to coach her team and wow but it's great to and it you know and and then kelly kennedy's who runs ours and she always brings it back and you know supports us through prayer and um just you say the name again uh, her name is kelly kennedy well, the the name of the group nations of coaches okay nations and i can get coaches. you the information for um who the their lead guy is i love that yeah, yeah, I think, and also, I mean, always 
with these calls, I love the fact that we get to build relationships and, yes. and the, the amount of connections we already have through friends and family and in proximity to here, that's, that's yes. already incredible. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.